0: Welcome to the Stanfast Podcast. I'm your host Colby Noggle and today we bring a bonus episode. Is evolution compatible with Christianity? Let's go. Is evolution compatible with Christianity? Some of you may have heard of this argument before, but there are actually Christians out there who believe the theory of evolution and believe that it fits with the Bible. I, for one, do not and believe that this is a heresy, and I will give you three reasons specifically why. Reason number one has to do with biblical context. If you ever speak with someone who believes that evolution is compatible with the Bible, you may hear this verse brought up, 2 Peter 3, 8. But, beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, that one day is with the Lord as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. Now, at face value, this would make sense concerning the evolutionists who call themselves Christians. But, if we read the context of this verse and this chapter, we see that this is not so. For instance, beginning in verse 2 of this chapter, That ye may be mindful of the words which were spoken before by the holy prophets, and of the commandment of us, the apostles, of the Lord and Savior. Knowing this first, verse 3, that there shall come in the last days scoffers walking after their own lusts. So we see in this context, Peter is talking about the last days, and specifically the coming of Jesus, the second coming. Verse 4, and saying, where is the promise of his coming? This is what the scoffers say. For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of creation. Funny how the Bible so accurately prophesies of atheism and evolution. These scoffers say that all things continue as they were from the beginning of creation. This is a prominent idea in evolution in atheism, that because we can see the way things work today, that they must have worked that way for all of history. This is false, and we know it to be false because, first and foremost, of the Bible, and secondly, because archaeology confirms what the Bible says. Peter confirms this in verse 6, where he says, whereby the world that then was, being overfilled with water, perished, He identifies that the world has not always been the same, that things have not continued as they were from creation. The flood changed the world drastically, and this is something that we not only see in the Bible but also in archaeology. Back to the original point, knowing this context, we read verse 8, understanding that it is talking about the second coming of Jesus Christ and the last days. So when he says that one day is with the Lord as a thousand years and a thousand years is one day, we understand that he is talking about God being outside of time that the coming of Jesus is not dependent on man's feelings or thought of when it should be or what time is, but rather the Lord will come back when he decides he is good and ready. We see this in verse nine, where it says The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness. But is long suffering to us were not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. The reason that Christ has not returned yet is because he is not willing that any should perish, that any should suffer the consequences of hell, but rather that all should come to repentance. Which is why us as Christians should spend our time spreading the gospel that we can bring as many to salvation as possible. Going back again to the original point, the reason I brought up this verse is because when people read Genesis 1 and they believe evolution is compatible with the Bible, they look at this verse in 2 Peter chapter 3 and say that it is the same in Genesis 1 when God is talking about the six days of creation. This, as we see, is not so, and I will give another reason why. Looking at the Hebrew language, we can understand that the word for day is Yom. If you've ever heard of the Jewish holiday, Yom Kippur, it means Day of Atonement. So the Jewish word for day is Yom. We also understand that the Jewish word for day, Yom, could mean very many different lengths of time. But what we also know, looking at the grammatic rules of Hebrew, that whenever a number is directly associated with the word Yom or day in Hebrew, it is referring to a literal 24-hour day. This is what we see in Genesis chapter 1, and this is why I believe that it was a literal six day creation. Not thousands of years, not millions of years, not billions of years. Six literal 24 hour days. My next point is that death came after the fall of man. Genesis chapters 1-3 through are very clear that man was created and then after man was created man sinned in the garden of Eden by disobeying God, then sin and death entered the world not before man existed or was fully formed, but after man was fully formed and sinned. The theory of evolution is not compatible with this idea, because we can see in the fossils of creatures that would have been dated, according to evolutionists, before the time of man, having different diseases, plagues, cancers, we see death before the time of man, which does not add up with the biblical account of Genesis 1-3, through where sin and death enter the world after the fall of man. The last point I would like to make is that many I believe in this world are given over to the assumption that evolution has been proven and cannot be disproven. This also is not so. You can ask any atheist, any evolutionist who is consistent with his belief that evolution is not provable. I'm not saying creation is either, of course not. We weren't there for the creation of the world. We weren't there for the evolutionary process. So we cannot say whether it is true or not for sure, but we can look at the evidence we have today and judge for ourselves which seems to be more plausible. I am fully convinced, not only because of my faith in the Bible and in Jesus Christ and in God, but also because of the evidence I have observed in the world that creation is the correct origin for man and this world. Thank you for listening to my podcast. If you are listening on Spotify, I encourage you to follow, uh, to turn on your notifications, and to go ahead and listen to as many episodes as you can. This helps the algorithm and helps this podcast get out, and I would much appreciate it. If you would like to hear more on the subject of creation and evolution, I have two series, upcoming series, one called Genesis and one called the Creation Series. These two will deal with creation with the accounts of Genesis 1-11, through 11, with evolution, and many other theological and, you know, creationist versus atheist type of discussions. So t- stay tuned for those. As of the recording of this podcast, the first episode in the Genesis series is scheduled for April 23rd at 10.30 p.m. And the first episode in the much larger creation series is scheduled for 6.01 at 10.30 p.m. These dates are subject to change, so stay tuned for any updates, but that is the current plan. Again, thank you for listening, stay tuned, and as always, until next time.